0: listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today five four three two one what's up you fucking bitches welcome to an episode so mean <laughs> You're so mean to your people just no kidding. man they 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 love, they it. love it i know they it's, fucking love it it's an endearing thing you know why because every other podcaster out there they just make them feel too good you need to be knocked down a fucking couple notches <laughs> you pieces of shit i always do this to myself every morning we have the godfather of youtube here david Motherfucking fucking choy deed Thanks for having me. Dude, I've actually been, you know what the craziest thing is? Like before I did YouTube, I already knew about you because I didn't even, um, I didn't know what YouTube was when I first started because I would use YouTube to help me like fix my car or Mm -hmm. just get those bootleg Korean dramas. And I didn't know that you could create content until I saw Mm -hmm. people like you create music. There was a guy named uh, Shane Dawson. He was doing comedy. And I was like, who the fuck? This is crazy. Like Mm -hmm. it blew my fucking mind. How long have you been doing YouTube?
1: Well, I've kind of taken a break over the past couple of years, but, ah, um, same here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I started in 2006, Damn, uh, man! I have like another channel that I don't really talk about, but it was just like for more, more for like, uh, my personal life yeah. that I had before David Choi music. And so like, I, I uploaded like my first time in an airplane and just, oh, like, there's really? like a few things in there. There was like another piece of content I just found on like e-bombs world. <laughs> And I re-uploaded no, it because I thought it was funny and I wanted to show my friends. I haven't heard of e world in <laughs> ages, dude. <laughs> well, that shows how old I am. The e world was the shit though, dude. It was the, what, like, what's the equivalent? It was like the original nine gag yep. Reddit type of platform.
0: I heard like college humor is going to disappear or mm-hmm. some shit.
1: Oh, like, I didn't hear about that. No. I, heard
0: it, I heard it got a little, or they laid off a bunch of fucking people, but that was Will Ferrell's thing, wasn't it?
1: I have no idea, but that sucks. Yeah, College
0: humor is hilarious, dude. I, yeah. I used to love that website. Wow, times have changed a lot, man. Mm-hmm. Since, since we started, well, I started YouTube when, what, 2000, what the fuck, how old am I right now? You're 45. I'm 45 years old, so let's see. <laughs> when I started, I was 35,
1: <laughs> uh, like probably like four or five years after you. Okay, so 2010, 11, yeah,
0: like around there, yeah, and then, um. Already, I think, like, the platform was changing from when you started
1: it. What was, like, YouTube like when you started in 2006? Dude, it was uh, really exciting. It was, it was very new. The fact that, like, when I started, it was it was at a time when it was amazing to see someone record themselves in a room, in <laughs> their bedroom. Yeah. Like, that's when that was, like, oh, my gosh, what are they doing? Yeah. It's kind of hard to imagine that now. But at that time, that was shocking, and that was on the news too. Like this there's this guy who just like records from his bedroom and that was newsworthy. Like on mainstream news. Wow. Yeah. And that's kind of that was like the time when I started.
0: You know what the the most interesting thing is is like <clears throat> I feel like a lot of people who I've met on YouTube you know, that that started off when I first came here into the city. There's a lot of YouTubers i met. I was like, you are fucking weird, dude. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, what I always attributed to was like, there has to be a reason why at the age of fucking 14, you were talking to yourself in a room and not with friends. You know? Yeah. And so like when well, I went, I would try to have conversations with some of them and it was just so fucking hard. I was <laughs> like, you have not experienced anything in life outside of your fucking room, <laughs> man. Um, you know who uh, Tom is? tom myspace no tom. <laughs> tom no tom no Tom, of course so i think tom used to represent um like uh kevin Wu, and, yep. and everybody but i remember when tom he said when he first met me he thought i was a fucking dick
1: mm-hmm. because
0: i came from doing stand-up comedy and i didn't watch other youtubers because i didn't watch youtube mm-hmm. i just used it as my platform to get yeah. my comedy sketches out mm-hmm. and so I remember when he came up to me, he was like, uh, Tom, Tom Doe told me that he thought I was a dick because he came up to me, he was like, yeah, I represent uh, Joseph Vissen and uh, Kevin Wu. And I was like, I don't know who the fuck those guys are. What are you saying right now? <laughs> yeah. So he thought I was being a dick, but I just genuinely didn't know who they were. Yeah, yeah. Because it wasn't my world. I was yeah. I, I was in comedy club.
1: It's a completely different world. They're very, you know, segmented. So.
0: Yeah, even now, I still don't know a mm-hmm. lot of these YouTubers. Like, yeah. um, who was that? That one fucking Asian kid. I remember I was calling him the wrong name and they thought I was dissing him. He's a comedian? I don't know if he's a comedian. He's like one of those kids who are who, who rap. They do a lot of that douchey shit that's really popular with young kids. Rice gum. Oh his name. yeah, yeah, rice gum. So I was calling yes. him rice bum. And I they thought I was like dissing him. Mm-hmm. It's just no, it's I just I thought his name was rice bum. So I wasn't making like a, a diss thing about <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just I people have to realize I think I'm in an older generation, mm-hmm. so I'm not keeping up with a lot of yeah, people. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's kinda hard. It's hard to keep up with it. I don't yeah. I honestly don't know anyone on YouTube anymore. Um, when I started, it was at a time when it was so small that you knew literally everyone. It's it's kind of like mm-hmm. um, when you like in high school, you kind of know of everyone, right? Even like the outcasts or the people who are popular, or like these different groups of people in high school, you kind of know of them or you've seen them around. It was kind of like that back in YouTube, and now it's like it's almost like a com- like. F- f- Fifty different schools yeah. in one place, and you can't. I try possibly to. Know.
0: I try to watch uh, a few things because I I took a big break on YouTube for, for for quite a while. It was just off and on. It wasn't consistent content. Um, and then when I came back, I was like trying to figure. I was like, okay, so what what are what are people watching now, right? And I've never really catered my content to what people wanted to see. I just was curious to see what what's, what, yeah, what's yeah, what's what's going on? And it's fucking crazy, dude. It's like constant snap zooms. What's up, everybody? Yo, we got fucking glue today. And I think I'm gonna stick it in some hair. I'm like, <laughs> yo, what the fuck is going on? And it's just like, it's typically like some blonde white dude screaming in a fucking camera with uh-huh. constant snap zooms and a bunch of sound effects. Yeah, And I'm like, yo, what the fuck happened to this space? Because I used to really like YouTube. And you no, know, even if I thought your content was trash, it was still like uniquely yours. Mm-hmm. Like you had your style. Yeah, And I loved it. But now, Everybody's content looks the same.
1: Yeah, no, you're you're completely right. Um, I, for example, you know TikTok is huge right now. It's blowing up. Everyone's getting on it. I mean, I have some videos on it too. But when you look at TikTok, it's all the same. Everyone's lip syncing and mm-hmm. doing the same, you know, sort of dance moves. And then that that gets old after a couple of weeks or a few weeks, and then they shift to a new dance. And so it's yeah. and that gets transferred over to I feel YouTube and and Instagram and so I mean that's kind of I guess in some ways it's kind of the what I've learned is kind of the nature of what social media kind of is it's it's all about trends and and you know like tacking on to attaching yourself to these trends and then once that's over and then you move on to the next thing. Yeah.
0: So. Do you feel like trends like they they come and go a lot faster now?
1: Oh, absolutely. It's just yeah.
0: like, I, I, that's why I can't keep up. It's mm-hmm. like, it's almost like, um, it's like music now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because, I mean, prior to, I mean, you were in the music industry, right? Yeah. Prior to stuff like Bandcamp, Spotify, or like DistroKid, you, you could be able to use that as a distributor for your music. You There was a gatekeeper. Right? Mm-hmm. That said, like, this is the music that people are going to listen to. And this is what people are going to like. Yeah. And so now it's just so, the market is so saturated and flooded. There's a hot song like for two weeks and then it fucking disappears.
1: Yeah. And then- it's a short, everyone likes that, you know, just the quick kind of content, yeah. short form content. Uh, attention spans definitely are low. Uh, but I think, I think the good thing about things like podcasts, it kind of like trains people to, go back to paying attention to something mm. for a longer period of time, as opposed to just quick bite-sized content that you just forget about, you know, after a minute of watching it. I think the, the podcast space is exciting too, because people are able to, you got to sit through it and, and you get to really learn about something. Yeah. More yeah, yeah. about people or what they have to talk about. So are you, are you still doing a uh, Ryan's podcast? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. So we have a podcast off the pill um, where we interview different people and, Um, we're taking a little break right now, but, um, but we're going to get back on it. Um, we just, we just talk about random things that interest us. Um, he's been uh, doing YouTube for a fucking long time too. He's been around
0: for a while too. Such a long time, man. Mm -hmm. Like I haven't, I mean, I haven't seen one of his videos in years, but yeah. Uh, he was he was so innovative. Like a lot of people, bit his fucking shit. Oh, and s- they still do. Yeah, they still do you bite off him all fucking day, dude. Yeah. I'm like, th- I, like I sometimes I see other people's content. I'm like, I'm, I swear I saw Ryan do that already. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean?
1: No, Ryan, it, like, you know, I, I'm a very close friend of Ryan's, and he, like, when I go visit him out in in Las Vegas, you know, he has like a routine that he always follows, and he, he wakes up and he's always, you know, researching and and writing. Every single day, that's crazy. Uh, even on the weekends, every single day he will be in his room writing um, and, and thinking of ideas. And so he really puts a lot of energy and thought into creating something that's unique. Um, he doesn't really conform to you know yeah, that's that are that's the thing that I, and things like that.
0: Like I always appreciated about him because even from, like his style of comedy is not mine. Like it, mm-hmm. none of his shit really made me laugh. Yeah, but like I, I was like, damn, this is fucking creative, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, his his the engine that is his mind is fucking insane. Yeah. Because to be on this platform for that long and keep that level of creativity is something to be admired because I gassed out after like four years. It's was, hard
1: too. <laughs> for him, he's, he always tries to one-up his last video. Which is fucking crazy. Which is, is insane. really hard to do. Yeah. You know, and, and it just gets more and more difficult because like how crazier can you get something to, to be, you know, so.
0: Yeah, he- uh, what was he doing? He was doing a lot of like uh, the stop motion shit too. Mm-hmm. And I saw other people start doing stop motion shit. Yeah. And it, it was it was such a, it's kind of crazy to see how much influence he has, right? I feel like some
1: people just like snipe his page to see what he's doing just so they could take it and take it somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, that's, I guess that's with everything though. Anything creative, like people will be inspired by something or, I mean, some people just take it, but some people will be inspired and they try to make it their own. Um, but you know, I think uh, it's really about how you execute on that and how creative you are with that whole process. You know, dude, you had a
0: stint where you where you did um, where you did a short series, which threw me off. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck was that about? Dude, it came out of nowhere.
1: It did. It did. It was something I've I've wanted to just try um, and just kind of tell the story. Uh, so people see, you know, so the series is called David for people who don't know, um, and what I was trying to achieve through that was I wanted people to see the behind the scenes of what life looks like outside of just what you see on YouTube. Yeah. You know, Cause there's so much behind the scenes stuff that happens that the average person does not get to experience or, or get to witness um, because you know, when we're as creators, when we're presenting ourselves on social media, Instagram, you know, snap or, or Facebook or, or YouTube, it's, it is a little bit different, right? I mean, our personalities still show, but you don't get to hear about all the, you know, drama that happens behind the scenes. Yeah. And so I kind of wanted to sh- share some of that stuff without being too real about it. Yeah. Like, you know, in a, in a fictional story. So um, that was just, it was, just good. It was also like an, a fun project for me to do. Did you uh, write and direct and everything? For it? I did not write it, um, but uh, actually Shane Yoon, I don't know if you know Shane Yoon, but Uh, He, he was a script writer and then I just kind of like gave him some ideas about what topics I wanted to talk about. Um, And then, you know, he wrote the actual script um, Mm. and then, you know, we would kind of uh, make some adjustments and whatnot and then figure out how to shoot it from there oh that's kind of crazy because yeah. it's kind of hard to shoot your own shit like
0: that dude especially like you make your own series that's fucking difficult it was it was tough but it was really fun
1: and you know i I can't say that i took cre- i i can take credit for a lot of what was on there i mean it wasn't like the most mind blowing <laughs> series but um but i you know we had good people on the team and people who were willing to you know put time and energy into it Obviously, they got paid too, but uh, (laughs) yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, Uh, but but it was fun. It was a good experience, you know. And I, I, I'm not an actor. I, I did. I never had ambitions on on acting. But oh, you're an actor. No, (laughs) you. I I think you've crossed that that line over uh, to the actor side. But um, for me, it was just more of like an exercise. Like I realized when I, you know, try to act or whatever, I do unlock certain things in my brain. I was like, whoa, wow, this is an interesting kind of like process that. You have to go and kind of go through and understand the character that you're playing and whatnot. Yeah. So that was interesting for me.
0: When you, when you, so you, you've been taking a break from YouTube um, <clears throat> for you in the, the whole YouTube scene, just because, you know, I feel like you were somebody that really kind of set forth this thing of like, you know, kind of make your own path when it comes to music.
1: Because mm-hmm. were, you were, were you a signed artist before? this no i was assigned writer producer for a publishing company oh okay warner chapel music oh shit damn i know that okay david fucking Choi. (laughs) oh shit that was right before youtube yeah damn that's super young bro yeah i was young when i got signed um and i was there for two years and then the second year is when i started youtube and so um you know i it was like a, a new platform it was really fun i was always the type of person that likes to get constructive criticism like get feedback on my music. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was open to constructive criticism. And, you know, even in high school, I, when I would be writing songs, I would share it with my friends and say, Hey, what do you think of this song? I didn't write it. It's not me, but I'm just wondering what you, what you think. Is it good? Mm-hmm. Is it good? Uh, and, and they would give me honest feedback. Yeah. And, so I saw YouTube as an will <laughs> upper- slash their tires after it. They're like, like,
0: it was really corny." It's like, "All right, bro, that's cool, man. I'll tell my friend. I'll let him know." <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and, and so I would, I would, uh no, I saw YouTube as an opportunity to take some of the songs and then put it up, uh, you know, and, and get honest feedback. Mm-hmm. And so that was like an interesting thing for me at the time because. You know, people were honest on YouTube and generally the comments were pretty good. Um, surprisingly, yeah. I wanted a lot of bad, I wanted people to like bash my music because I wanted to improve. Mm. I was all about improving and just becoming better the best that I could possibly be for, um, you know, for myself. And um, I saw YouTube as that, like a tool yeah. for that. And then um, yeah, so I was at Warner Chapel, two years, second year, that's when I started YouTube and I, you know, I, I wrote a stupid little song about YouTube called the YouTube love song that got featured on the homepage. um, That's kind of what got me like on the radar. Because at that time on the homepage of YouTube, they would only show like five videos on the homepage. It'd be like one, two, three, four, five. And uh, when you're up there, you're seen by like hundreds of thousands of millions of people. And so that's kind of what got me started on there.
0: I completely forgot about that shit because that was the thing that really helped me too was when I would do videos and it would get to that front page. Mm-hmm. And it would happen so consistently that my, my channel started blowing up a lot. Yeah. And then after, after what's it called? YouTube got bought by Google. Yeah, all down there. it there. Yeah, like, a lot of changes from that. I was like, ah, fuck. Cause yeah. well, and I didn't know what that was going to mean for us. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know that it was going, to, first of all, I didn't realize how much the ad dollars were going to get cut.
1: Yeah. Because,
0: you know, I think for all of us, when we thought, oh, Google such a big company, it's going to be a good look for us. Lo and behold, I was like, oh, look at my money disappear. Yeah. I didn't expect that. Mm-hmm. And I, it was such a weird time when that, that Google adpocalypse thing happened because that was only like, what, four, four or five years ago.
1: Yeah. Less than that. It's less than that, Confused. right? It was like three years ago? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Something like that. And that
0: was the time I took a break, mm-hmm. and so I didn't know what was going on. You know, mm-hmm. I came back, and I was like, "Oh my God, I'm poor." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I was yeah. like, "Oh shit, yeah, what is man. happening?" And then, you know, Joe and a few other people caught me up about what's happening on YouTube, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Damn, this is this this platform is not the platform that it used to be." But, yeah. And that's when I started feeling a little sad about it. Um, I think like um, when it came to music. Uh, YouTube musicians started like bumming me out a bit because uh, I stopped seeing a lot of originals. Mm. It was the, the, I mean, covers are great. I, yeah. I really like covers when people put their own spin on it. I do covers every now and then when I want to, because I can't write music to save mm-hmm. my fucking life. But, you know, it was these music musicians who said they were musicians and, but they wouldn't make their own music. And I was like, where's your own music like i want to hear what you can do Mm -hmm. right and then when that stopped happening and it was just cover after cover after cover it's like how the fuck would i listen to your shit i have the original (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know
1: yeah Yeah, man like i you know i i've i've done my fair share of covers um but luckily for me i've i've wanted to you know it's like my artistic ego like i have a little bit of ego when it comes to Mm. Being like an original, you know, artist. Not not to say that you know, there's a there's a huge business with doing the cover thing every week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there there are a bunch of people who are consistent with that and have done very well. Um, Jason Chen, um, you motherfucker, yeah, even, this
0: motherfucker Jason Chen <laughs> hasn't missed a cover in
1: thirty years. That's crazy. <laughs> um, it, it's it's financially you know very lucrative, yeah. but for me, I, I'm you know, I, I wanted I wanted people to know me for my originals, and and luckily. Um, the videos that are performing the best, like my top 20 videos are always my originals. And so, you know, uh, that's something that I, I feel proud about. And, um, that's, that's really what it's about for me is, is that the original content, um, because, you know, I could take a cover song. It's, it's fairly easy and yeah, it's already there. It's already written. It's already hit song. It's been proven to be a catchy song and you just put a different spin on it. And, and there's art artistry with that, you know, but, um, it's it's more about, it, I wanted to express myself. Um, yeah, and you know. I think like the part that got me disappointed
0: was, I like covers, it's cool, but what are you, what are you doing with that and where are you taking it, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, give people something to listen to, which is those covers, and put your own rendition to it, but where's your music? Where's yeah. your form of expression? Because mm-hmm. that bothers me when people go, I'm a musician. It's like, what makes you a musician? Right. Right? Because- anybody could take somebody else's song and sing over it. You're basically doing karaoke. Yeah,
1: it's karaoke. <laughs> it's,
0: it's, carry, it's recorded karaoke. Right. So what makes you, I think, like it's hard for me to define, I guess in my definition, what makes somebody a musician, but I want to see their style. I want to see who they are, what they can create. And when I don't see that and people t- entitle themselves like musician, that's the hard part. Mm-hmm. Like it's like,
1: you have a high bar for what a musician is.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just maybe it's like a generational gap thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, I'm not hating on people who do covers because I enjoy them. Yeah, you know, there's um, there's that like one little UK kid, William Sings, William Singe or something like that.
1: Oh, that guy. Yeah, he's very talented. He's super dope. He right? has own. He has original music. I think too, he has original right? music. I don't yeah. think he's as good as the covers. Which is sad. Oh, Really? Oh,
0: that's the that's the weird part for me. It's like, yeah, why is your original music so crappy? But
1: your fucking covers are so dope. (laughs) I I have seen a lot of those types of artists too. And it's unfortunate. But I think what it is, is like, you know, as a musician, I'm like, if you can't write songs, if your songs aren't that good, you can always co-write or you can find other writers that can help you write songs and express yourself. But I think it's a little bit of that artistic ego. Like, oh, I can do it all. You know, the truth of the matter is most musicians can't. Oh. Um, It's just... And, and the ones who admit it, they can use that to their advantage, right? Yeah. If it's like, I can't write songs, I'll find someone who can help me write songs or write songs for me. Mm-hmm. That's how the uh, majority of the, you know, artists in, in mainstream media, that's what they do, right? Yeah. They're not, there's such, there's, there's a reason why there are professional songwriters that write songs for a living yeah. that are not artists, right? Dude, so,
0: artist development is huge. Mm-hmm. Did you see that show Rhythm and Flow? I did not. So Rhythm of Flow is the American Idol version of like hip hop, right? But Mm -hmm. they actually go through the tropes of what it takes to be an artist outside of just rapping, right? So performance, um, getting in the studio, working with the writer, working with the producer, Mm -hmm. and just people who just do just really great A&R shit, right? Yeah. Um, And you'll see like the way they rap, they go, stop, slow that part down. Change the rhythm up a little bit. It's getting a little bit repetitive, mm. and that's what other people who have a huge skill base can do for you. Especially if you have trouble writing your own music or doing it for yourself. Yeah. It's funny because like people are like, oh, like I see on these albums too. And if you guys kind of know the music industry, they're like, oh, Beyonce wrote every one of these tracks. No, she fucking did it. <laughs> they just took her fucking name and they tagged it right on
1: there. Yeah, she's probably in the room, or maybe she even she wasn't in the room. You yeah. know, and so that that happens a lot. Also. What people don't know is the, what what percentage does she did she get? Exactly, right? she could be owning five percent of the song because she added. She's like, oh, I want to change that word to that word. Okay, yep. you technically did write. Let's give you five percent. But if it's yeah. Beyonce, I'm pretty sure she got a pretty hefty. Yeah, percentage. like
0: here's here's your thirty. Points. Just her name.
1: Yeah, yeah <laughs> just by her name, and so that's kind of how the songwriting world works. Do you do
0: you still write your original music now?
1: Um. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the songs that I've released. Um, on my own and on my record, like you know, my records that I've, I've released, I've written, yeah, hundred um, percent. Not to say that like I'm proud of all of the songs. There are definitely songs I'll listen back after a couple of years and be like, oh, why did I write that? Or, that's all my videos oh, I've ever done in horrible. my life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> I look back at it. I'm like,
0: God, you are so wow. Yeah. Dude. So you
1: just don't look at them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like that's what I like. I just don't listen to the songs. But there are some songs that I'll listen to and be like, you know, ones that I haven't released and I'll. Um, And I'll be like, oh, this was, this is not bad. Or, you know, because when you spend time away from your music, you have, you're more objective about it, you know, and it's, it's, you have a clear kind of like fresh ears and you listen and you're like, oh wait, that's horrible. Or wow. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah. That's shareable.
0: Yeah. I think the, the, the good thing is, is like, it kind of goes in the same thing as like film, right? When people tell me like, I I had this idea that I want to shoot. But, you know, it's not perfect yet. And they kind of hold on to it like it's Mm -hmm. too precious. Yeah. And that's where people kind of fall into this trap. It's like the first thing that you ever make is never going to be the best thing that you make. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's never going to be like that. If that's something that you want to do within that career path, you have to realize that repetition is key. Mm -hmm. Repetition is the biggest thing that I've learned. It's like – that's why when I did these vlogs or I did these sketches – even when I did my sketches, like people were like, oh, they were super funny. It was great. That sketch was like 30% of what I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. But I still created it and I still pushed it out. Yeah. Because if I sat there and I nitpicked at it, you would get a sketch per once per year. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because it's never going to be perfect. Yeah. Like that's the hard part. Yeah. So for you, <clears throat> what are you up to now? Which I kind of know, you're into app development. Which yeah, is I've, fucking crazy.
1: Yeah, I've been in the uh, tech space for the past couple years. It's a- almost like as if I hit a reset button, um, just on my life. Um, you know, there's some parallels because the app that we're working on is in the social space, but, um, it's, you know, it's a whole new set of people that you're dealing with whole new industry, a complete different set of rules. Um, you know, I'm dealing with investors, you know, I I thought that my business was very sophisticated and very complex. The music industry is complex, but, when I got into tech, I was like, wow, this is like, like real business. This is business, business, like yeah. Stanford business type of business. <laughs> well, what did you, what
0: made you want to go into app development? Cause such a, what a weird trajectory from music to that.
1: No, for sure. So I, I you know, so that what I'm, what I'm familiar with is the music industry, but also social media, because I've been in social media since the very beginning. You know, I built a career as a creator right as a as a musician Mm. and i leveraged a platform when at that time it was um unknown what this thing is right and so i was able to kind of experience uh being a youtuber from when it wasn't really known as a platform yeah and so um i I saw where that went and how that turned into what it is today and so i would say that music and social media are two things that I, i i know pretty well yeah um uh, and, and so uh, the reason why I went into tech is because we're working on a platform um, it's it's called taco takko um, it's not it's not out yet but we're still still working on it but um, the reason why I, I, I wanted to, to build something that were you know like this is because you know as a creator right we we both um, can relate to this like we made m- money on YouTube right it's, Yeah. and 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 we were able to be creative and and do what we love to do and generate revenue, right? Which then helped us live live our lives and and put that money back into our creativity, right? Like mm-hmm. even getting this place here, yeah, right? And and that's a big luxury in life, right? Um, especially as minorities. Like, oh yeah, for sure. Like that, the fact that YouTube made a decision to compensate creators for their content to me that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like that's. That's something that no other platform did, yeah, and they still don't do. And so, you know, as a YouTuber, I was one of the first people to also get monetization on my channel, become a partner, oh. yeah. So they were the first group of people. There's about 15 people, um, and then that was like a, a beta, a test, a test trial. And so, I think that went. On. I forgot how long that went on for, but I was the next group of people that got monetization. And for me, you know, I was. I remember. Um, you know, I was already making videos. I already had people who are watching my videos and I remember logging into my dashboard, the Google the analytics. And then, um, that first month I saw a little bit of money. It wasn't much. It was, it was very little, but I was like, Whoa, what, what the hell is this? Why am I getting paid to do what I love? Right? Yeah, 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 I'm like making music and talking to people. And I'm why, why do I have like, why is there money in this account? And I was like, Oh, maybe I can like make more videos next month and make a little more money. Yeah. Right. And so I did. And then I made more money and I was like, Oh, maybe I can, maybe I can actually do music for a living. Yeah. You know, as an Asian American kid to even think that is ridiculous. Yeah. Unless you're like William Hung you know, it's like <laughs> trash ass shit. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like- and so I was like, wow. I mean, it's not about the money. It's about the freedom to express yourself creatively mm-hmm. and build your own business. Right. And so, uh, and, and, and I would always, you know, so that was great for me because I was able to put that money into my equipment and, you know, eventually buy a home for myself and, uh, you know, uh, allowed me to travel around the world playing music and fund my own tours and really do yeah. things the way I wanted to do it, right? It was because YouTube made this decision to compensate creators. For, forget the fact that, like, it's low. Um, there's the Apocalypse, all that stuff. They're the only platform out there that is still compensating creators. Yeah. And so during that time, like the past 10 plus years, you know, I was I was one of those creators that was always in contact with a lot of these other platforms like Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. Snap, uh, Twitter, Pinterest, you, you yeah. name it, right? And so I would always ask them like, hey, when are you guys going to start compensating creators for their content? Because YouTube's doing it and it's helping out a lot of people like myself. Um, when are you guys going to do it? And they would always come back saying, Oh, we're gonna it's the creator program's coming soon. It's coming soon. fast forward ten plus years later, they didn't do anything about it, right? And so for some for someone like me, I'm like you know it, it's 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 not fair. like the creators are the ones putting their blood, sweat and tears into this content, editing, spending money, and like we're uploading this content on these other platforms and they're just kind of like making billions of dollars like TikTok, for example. Um in the first 6 months of 20 was it 20 uh 2019 they made like 7 billion dollars did they give any of that money back to creators they made 7 no. fucking bi- off what they 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 run ads advertising, on advertising yeah get the fuck out of here yeah and so to me that's that's unfair um uh, you know like being a creator myself i'm like you know this, this is completely unfair there's so many amazing talented people out there that would love to you know, be compensated for the work that they put in into their content that's out there, right? That these huge corporations are, are profiting off of. And so um, that doesn't sit well with me and it's never sat well with me. And so I was like, you know what, screw it. Um, If no one's going to build this, I'm going to build it myself. Yeah. And so myself and, and, you know, um, you know, our, our tech team, my, my co-founder, I have a co-founder, Peter, uh, amazing, amazing guy, CTO, um, you know, genius engineer. Um, you know, with our team, we're we're building something that uh will take care of and, and compensate creators for their content. Yeah. yeah, and
0: so that's fucking crazy. Seven fucking billion fucking dollars, man. Yeah,
1: they didn't. They, I, do you have a TikTok? I don't have a TikTok. I, I don't understand it. Yeah, I mean, it's
0: fucking old, man. Like, <laughs> it's not even that old. Like I'm looking at the stuff, and I'm like, I'm not laughing. So it's like it reminds me of Vine. It's yeah. like another version of Vine. Yeah, and you know, TikTok, by the way, they ain't gonna give you shit. You know why? It's a fucking Chinese company. That <laughs> like, like, I don't need to give you nothing, boy. I give you fame. That's all you have.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, actually, TikTok. Um, I don't. I don't know if you read the news, but like, the, uh, the military had to delete it from like the the people in the mili- U.S. military had to delete it from their phones because they were they were saying that it was a national security threat. So, really, yeah, there's some articles about it. So they had to delete it, so it's they don't tech know. is you know
0: what you I feel like I'm being constantly watched all the time, especially after the Edward Snowden shit, yeah, but I'm like, dude, I guess i you're watching me through my Mac thing, like, mm-hmm. th- watch me fucking jack off and you know fucking. <laughs> you don't have a little thing that covers the the camera if they wanna look, go ahead. <laughs> I'm a a grower, not a shower, boys, (laughs) just to let you know. And the government knows. The government knows I'm a grower, not a shower. Trump is watching your your, your stuff. (laughs) I know. It's true. He's a grower. He's not a shower. (laughs) It's really true. Yeah, but that's that's so crazy because like- that's true.
1: YouTube really is the only one. Well, there's also Twitch, but that's a completely different format. It's live streaming. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then YouTube's more for like now it's become like a little more longer form content. And so, is, is I think Twitch is based on donations, right? Like people donate money to these people. So you can subscribe. There's three ways you can make money. Is uh, you could subscribe for I think it was four or five bucks a month. Oh, that's really And cheap. then and then you get a you get a piece of that. And then there's tipping. You could tip them. And then they have advertisements.
0: Is Twitch only made for uh, gamers? gamers, or is it just
1: any any anything you want to stream? You can literally stream anything you want. Maybe not like like webcam sex stuff, but like you. Oh, can. We'll see about that. No, I'm <laughs> uh, maybe they do have it. Maybe it's like private. But uh, yeah, that's like the only way you can you know, make money before. I don't think it was before Twitch, but when Twitch was popping
0: up, there were other companies that were trying to battle them, right? In terms mm-hmm. of like live streaming services. And I remember there was a company that hit me up to do this live streaming shit. And you know, a lot of people have asked me to go on Twitch, like just mm-hmm. cook. Like I want to see you cook and make your stuff. Or they, People for some reason, want they want me to play games that I suck because they know I get angry. You know what I mean? So they want to, they, it's, I guess, very entertaining for people. You know? I
1: would find that very entertaining too. But it stresses me the fuck out. <laughs> like, <laughs> Maybe people, that's why people want to watch you. They want you to be stressed. They, like watch Yeah. You and I'm like, that.
0: you fucking fucks. They're like, I want you to play this game and <laughs> I want to see how you react. And yeah. you know, I'll see it. And I'm like, I'm going to get mad. Like, I'm going to get fucking boiling mad. You should try it. I mean, I have you tried it? I just don't like games enough. Mm. Like games are not my thing. Uh, yeah. I, I used to play like games in terms of like Smash Brothers or like MMORPGs. Yeah. But the games that they want me to play, I already know it's going to piss me off.
1: Well, you're into um, like MMA, right? Yeah. What if you live stream some MMA fights? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> just me fucking making like commentary that everybody disagrees with. But... No, actually fighting. <laughs> live stream fighting. Like me fighting somebody? Yeah. Dude, I, let me tell I you would something. totally, I would pay for that. I'll subscribe to you. You
0: know what the crazy thing uh, like paid I've, subscription. I I've, I've I like I, I enjoy fighting a lot, right? Like mm-hmm. spar, I spar consistently. Yeah. Um the only problem is is that with with fighting, the, the biggest difference is is that you can't play fighting. You know what I mean? Like True. when you're in it, you're in it. Yeah. So and I'm a very obsessive person. Like when yeah. I did the film, I dropped it everything mm. and i only did that film for like seven eight months yeah that's all i did yeah and you know it, it did really well but i become very obsessed with something because i hate putting like half my foot in and not really committing you're like a 200 percent guy exactly because yeah. it, it would suck for me to try something only once and then know that i could have done more mm-hmm. you know because even if that film that i did didn't go into sundance or whatever i would have been i was very happy with it it's yeah. like I think this is a great film. Mm. So I could walk away from it and be happy. Yeah. And even when I do that, people are like, well, what's your next thing that you want to do? And I'm like, I don't know if I have a next thing. I, mm-hmm. I never said I wanted to be an actor. I never said I wanted to be this and that. It was an opportunity that came up. It was something that I wanted to prove to myself and then prove to other people. And it worked out. Yeah. So with fighting, I would drop everything. This podcast would disappear. And I would be signing up for m- multiple Muay Thai gyms, MMA gyms, and grappling gyms. And I'd be doing that six, seven days a week for like two years straight. Mm. And then i go into my first match. So it's like, do I really want to do that? Um, I think I'm a little too old now. Well, I'm not too old, but it's like, I don't want you to get punched in the face. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I got a I got like black eye like a couple of weeks ago, too. I was like, Ugh, look at this thing, dude. It doesn't fucking go away. People, I can't tell. Uh, it's, like real, it's like, oh, I see it. No, yeah, I just can't ask. Yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> it's kind of there, but people are always asking, like, what the fuck happened? What the fuck yeah, happened? Yeah, I just got socked in the face. I just chipped uh, Yoshi's tooth today. Oh, serious? Yeah, sparring. Which I felt terrible Which tooth- for. Which tooth? Well, he has veneers in the front, so they're fake. But, oh, right. so he
1: can just get it filled up. Yeah, then... so he
0: got he got it fixed today. I was like, oh, I felt terrible because he has a commercial shoot tomorrow. Good thing it's not a real tooth, though. I it would have fucking that would have been crazy. Yeah, so I right, man, keep your chin down, close your fucking mouth. And you get socked in the face, dude. He wasn't wearing a mouth guard. He was in the match in the sparring round before, mm-hmm. but then it was hurting his gum, so he took it out. And the right the one round that he takes it out, I sock him in the
1: face and it chips tooth. Who is there? Anyone you would fight in the YouTube world? That you think would be a good match for you. I mean, you weigh, you what do you weigh? Like one? Oh, no, I'm two
0: 217 right now. Okay. Yeah, I'm 217. So you'd be like a heavyweight. Yeah, I would drop down to like 170 though. Yeah. That's
1: like 30 pounds, 40 pounds? Yeah,
0: I could do it. Like, really? That's not bad. 170, I, I'd still be pretty healthy at this height. Like 175, mm-hmm. I would probably, um, if I'm not cutting weight, I'll probably fluff up to about 185. Mm. But 175, I could do it. Is there anyone you, who would you fight in the YouTube world? I don't know, man. I mean, people are like, they see like these videos and they go, box Logan Paul. Logan Paul's not a bad boxer, guys. He would fuck me up. He's pretty good. He's, He's good. an athlete, natural athlete. Yeah, look at him too. He's yeah. jacked. Yeah. He looked a little red too. I'm not saying he did a little, but he might have <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Like all those guys would fuck me up. They have the best boxing trainers training them. They have unlimited money and yeah. unlimited time. What if you did? What? If I did? Yeah, you had those trainers. I, I don't know. We, we would see. Like, I, I think, like, um, I wouldn't mind taking a boxing match from anybody if I had the right time. Um, well,
1: let, let's take away Logan Paul. Who, do you, who would you fight?
0: <sighs> I don't know. Anybody. It would literally be anybody. As long as they were in the same weight class. Would you fight uh, Ricegum? He's, like, I don't know. I actually don't know what his body stat. I know what his face looks like mm-hmm. and his, what his voice sounds like. But yeah. I don't know what his body looks like.
1: I, th- I think he's tall. Like, I think he's, like, six feet tall. Oh, really? I think so. Is he, is he like, Jack? I've I've I i don't think I've met him in person. Mm. Yeah. But I heard he's, like, tall.
0: Oh, yeah. Then I fight him. He looks like he hasn't fought a father. day in his fucking life. I find him right now. Let's make it happen. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> I don't really know. He might be a really nice kid, too. Like, yeah. who knows?
1: Oh, would you feel bad if you, like, beat up a nice kid?
0: Yeah. yeah. Like, I want somebody to give me a fighting chance. But... You want someone to
1: talk shit about you and then give you a reason to be like, I'm going to beat your ass.
0: Probably. But like, I'm. you know what the funny thing is? Like I've realized this about myself too now. You don't care. I just don't care anymore. I I can't get angry enough to hit somebody. Yeah. Like let's say that rice gum kid hears this. He goes, oh, you think you could beat me up? And Mm -hmm. he makes a rap battle diss about me. (laughs) It's like, all right, bro. (laughs) You know, like I'm probably still not going to fight you. Yeah. I was like, if you, if you want real beef, then I'm not a thug or anything, but if you want to fuck me up, just let's meet up at a spot. Let's throw down. If I get fucked up, I get fucked up. It is what it is. What if there was money on the line? Money?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you're like, money? money? David, David,
0: let me tell you something. I would fight Logan Paul for the amount of money that they made. And I would just get my ass fucked oh, up in front man. of the like, dude, David, you got beat. Yeah, I got $10 million. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I suck a dick for a lot less, dude. What are you talking about?
1: If there's money involved, David, yeah, that's yeah. different, dude. Of course, of course. You know, if it was like, you know, fight, right? All right, how much? Okay, let's say Logan Paul, you get your ass beat, um, you're bloody, you won't lose a tooth because you're wearing a mouth guard, but you'll get some black eyes, bloody nose, maybe a, sp- I, can you sprain a nose? You could break your nose. Break a nose. Okay. Let's say you break your nose. Would you do it for like 200 grand? Two hundred? No, a little higher than that. 300 grand. It would have to be at least a million. Half a million. Half In a million? cash, just like. Oh, half a million cash? That's basically a million. Yeah. Half a million cash? Fuck yeah. Half a million wired to you. A check. A I- check. Yeah, let's do
0: it. If Logan Paul was like, I'm gonna, David, so I'm going to fuck you up in front of live television for a half a million dollars. I wouldn't even throw a punch. I wouldn't let him knock me out in the first round. <laughs> 400,000. Why do you keep going lower? 400,000. 400, 400,000? I still do it. 300,000. Nah. 350. <laughs> Come on. 350, no. I need that 400,000. That's a lot. 400,000 with the money that I have now. I can- but you have to put on a fight
1: though. You I I don't I honestly feel like if you were in that ring, you would not you would not just sit there and let him beat your ass. I think you would actually fight. I would also take a nice cocktail of steroids. But dude, what <laughs> if you won? That would be amazing though. Yeah, it'd be great for my it'd I'd be, be, be very uh, proud actually.
0: I'd <laughs> be proud of myself especially because he's been training for two years straight yeah. with the with in the best boxing trainers true. and yeah. fucking physical trainers that's in the true. world yeah and if somebody like me who just on my dime just gets you know training from somebody and i beat him mm-hmm. then that just means he sucks it's like that means you really suck if you lose to me. that's true right no 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 it might mean that you're you're just that good oh please it. i ain't that good trust <laughs> me i've been doing this shit for like a year and a half and I don't mean i've gotten any better i'm not i'm not scared to like throw down yeah if i have to but it's like I don't have that that youth rage anymore. Yeah. You know when you're
1: a kid. I know what you mean.
0: I Yeah. You know what I mean? Like remember when we were young, we would get mad. Yeah. But I, I don't get mad like that me anymore. Me neither. Yeah. Yeah. I get irritated. Yeah. Like the only person that pisses me off is my fiance. That's it. Yeah. And I can't punch her. You can't, know. <laughs> so it's like- She could punch you though. Oh, for sure. Like, <laughs> she makes me boiling mad, but anybody else is like, fuck you guy. Yeah. And I just move on. This is a waste of time, yeah. It's a complete waste of time. Yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of glad that I got to that point because when I was younger, I couldn't fight for shit, but I would just start swinging. I'm like, let's mm. just see what happens. Yeah. And I don't know why when you're younger, you're so confident that you could kill everybody. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's like you, you, it's like you're thinking in your head. I could do this, and then I'll do that, and they'll be on the floor,
0: bro. I saw you get <laughs> mad once in K Town.
1: Like, I, <laughs> I, did get mad in K Town many times. I saw you
0: talk. This is the fucking funniest that was, thing.
1: That was a good night. I the funniest thing you
0: ever did Doug. <laughs> that was like that was the first time I actually saw you mad, and then you know we were all drinking. But you we- know
1: what? I actually wasn't mad. You were you were mad. I was but having it. fun. you were having fun, but dude, you are
0: fucking hilarious, dude. It was so <laughs> funny, man. So this fool, <laughs> yo. So you know we're all out in K Town and shit, and this guy. So there was like a cute girl that was. We're walking, drinking a little bit. We're drinking. You know, yeah. all of us. We you know we drank back in the day. We still, I still drink. I still drink. Okay, time. cool. And so you know, there was a cute girl that walked by.
1: <laughs> and this fool goes with a group of guys, like group of people, and he goes like, "What's up, little shirt? <laughs> Yeah, cause she was, I didn't know what, what her name was. Like, hey, flannel shirt. Yeah. I was like, what's up, flannel shirt? And this dude. But I remember the intention behind that. It was the fact that she was just cute. And wearing a flannel shirt. And wearing a flannel shirt. And I was a little tipsy. And I was like, hey, girl, in a flannel shirt. Yep. It, was, it was innocent. And this dude was like, he said, yo,
0: are you talking to my girl? <laughs> right? I don't remember that part. You don't remember that part? So he was like, you talking to my girl? And he was like, yeah, I'm talking to your girl. <laughs>
1: Okay, I would say that. Yeah, if I was tipsy. he's like, "Yeah, I'm talking to a girl, right?" He goes, but it, like I said, intention was not to like, you know, sleep with her or take her away. Exactly. I think you just like, said
0: it because she was a cute girl. She wore a flannel yeah. shirt. And But when the guy kind of stepped to you, that's when things got a little funny.
1: I was like, "Yeah, I am talking to your flannel shirt girlfriend." <laughs> yeah. And then
0: he, this fool goes, <laughs> "I shit you not." This will David Choi goes, "What's up?" bitch he calls him a bitch and this dude is so shocked he turns to the rest of us we're not even we don't even know him he goes did he just call me a bitch and I'm like, yeah he called you a bitch dude and like you're like
1: yeah do you know why because he was probably being an asshole yeah when my intentions were good and he was just being a dick so i was like yeah yeah, uh, yeah, I am talking to her.
0: Yeah, and he just kept calling him a bitch over and over, and I thought that was the most gangster shit I've ever seen in my life. It was like David Choi accidentally hits on somebody else's girl and then he still calls the boyfriend a bitch. And the dude was so shocked. He didn't know what to he didn't know how to like collect what was going on. He was like, "Did he just call me a bitch again?" I was like, "Yeah, bro. He called you a bitch. What's going to happen?" I,
1: all I remember is I was Preparing myself to like throw down. And so I remember, I think it was Abe that kind of took you off
0: to the side. Which has happened multiple times (laughs) in my life. And then you just hear David Choi off in the distance goes, what's up? Bitch still calling him a bitch from a distance. And he's getting mad and he wants to throw down and fight you at this point. But then his buddy comes in. The funniest part of the story. His buddy comes in. He calms everything down, right? He goes, yo, 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 chill, chill, chill. It's all good. Yo, you David Choi? Yo, what's up? Can I get a a picture? (laughs) That was so oh, fucking man. funny. I was dying laughing. I was like, this little David Choi is a fucking savage, dude. Don't sleep on David Choi, man. Oh, man. That was one of the funniest things I've ever seen you do, man. It was hilarious. I, I,
1: you know, there's like there's like two things that really, really bother, like gets, gets me really triggered. Yeah. I'm a very patient person. Mm-hmm. I can tolerate anything, right? Um, people who are annoying, like I can just be super zen about it. But there's two things that really piss me off and I will try to fight one's racism if someone calls Mm -hmm. me like a chink or a goo, like whatever like any sort of like racist thing i will i will step up to them i don't care how big they are or whatever second is if like if i feel like um i have good intentions but i'm being disrespected for that Mm. i can get mad and i think i mean i was tipsy so I might have been wrong in that in that <laughs> position to have done something like that, but I guess at that mo- in that moment I was just trying to be friendly, like hey, like it would be like, it could have been a dude wearing a flannel shirt, that yeah. I, and it's not like you said like what's up, mama. You were just
0: like, yeah, hey flannel. I shirt. I don't even
1: know how to flirt, and so I was like, if even if it was a dude, yo, dude with the pink shorts, like I would have said something like that, right? yeah. But I guess because that, that was my intention. But if that comes at me at, and then the, they misinterpret it, yeah. then that would kind of trigger me a little bit.
0: Yeah. That yeah. was just, it's just, and by the way, too, if you don't think David Choi will step up, I've witnessed it. <laughs> I've actually <laughs> fucking witnessed it. And I was like, dude, this shit's about to fucking go down, dude. <laughs> it's, not,
1: it's not a good thing. <laughs> yeah. But I've, was, I've
0: calmed down a lot since then. So.
1: It's weird, though.
0: It's But seeing that made me respect you so <laughs> much. You know, from that moment, I was like, I love David Choi. <laughs> From that moment is when I liked you a lot. Oh man, I was like, "This guy's fucking dope, dude." Because I just never seen somebody. There's a lot of people who say they'll do shit, but when shit happens, they disappear. Mm-hmm. You did not. You were standing your fucking ground, <laughs> even though you were wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm not a I'm not a big guy, but I I guess the downside is I, I I'm pretty fearless. Um, yeah, it's not a good thing, but
0: <laughs> that's fucking funny, man. Like yeah. all those like. I remember back in the day, we used to always, just always go to K-Town, just drink all the time. Because I lived there. Yeah, yeah. Because me and Abe lived in that big-ass apartment in K-Town. Yeah. It was so funny, too. Like, I would wake up sometimes in
1: an apartment, and there would just be people drinking. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? You know, K-Town is... It's like, I would never live there because I would be drinking every single day. That's exactly what we did. You really? know Ed,
0: right? Yeah. So Ed won this uh, contest for um, uh, Jinro. Oh, no. We had a room... And just, or just stocked full of a lifetime supply of Jinro Soju. Whoa. That's why everybody was coming over to our place to get smashed because we just had free alcohol all the time. Dang. And then fucking Dumb, Dumb would be there, you know, chilling with everybody. But this fool, if there was a guitar or a beat, he would just start <laughs> freestyling out of nowhere yeah. for like 30 fucking minutes straight while yeah, everybody's yeah. drinking and a bunch of bitches are watching him
1: freestyle. <laughs> I have witnessed that quite a few times as well. Yeah, he just he can go non fucking stop. Yeah, he's talented. He's like he's actually amazing. Like yeah. I've always respected dumb for his you know his skills. Uh, I yeah, he should he should be huge. Like with. That sort of skill set, you know. Yeah,
0: and I think like the the he's he's evolved consistently. He's mm-hmm. never stopped, right? Yeah. I think because him in his vision, he wants to be an artist and he wants to be a star. Oh yeah. So yeah. because of that, it's his drive. Mm-hmm. Like for me, if I'm not a star, I could give or take. I could give a fuck less. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I don't care. Yeah. Like if I if tomorrow, I find a bag of money that just has a gajillion dollars on it. Genius Brain podcast is gone. <laughs> nah, nah, <laughs> I'll probably still do this, but, you know. I, yeah,
1: yeah, do it like once every two
0: months or something. Yeah, I wouldn't be doing- Whenever like, you want to. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, and the only reason why I still keep up the YouTube now is just because I read comments about people who enjoy it, mm-hmm. and it makes me want to create it for them. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like these people who have supported me for the past 10 years, and then I yeah. just up and bounce. Yeah. is the only reason why, like, I've told people they, even I have a Patreon now, and I've told people on the Patreon, mm-hmm. like, I was, they were like, I told them straight up, I make nothing on this channel. Yeah. Like it costs me more to operate this channel, make these videos than for me to keep it on. That's why I had to start this Patreon because Mm -hmm. I'm not losing three grand a month just to make videos. Yeah, yeah. So no, the Patreon comes in and they say, you know, a majority of it is now taken care of. Yeah. So it's like, cool. Now I can create this content, continue to create these podcasts
1: and make videos every now and then where I'm not bleeding three grand a month. Yeah, no, it's super important. I'm I'm actually a huge fan of of Patreon. I think with Jack... Did you know Jack was also a YouTuber, so he understands the space very well. And oh, um, yeah, he himself uh, is—you've heard of Pomplamoose, no Yeah, 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 yeah. he's a one half of Pomplamoose is Natalie and Jack. And so Jack is the founder of of Patreon. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. And so he understood that there was a need for you know creators to to have a different source of revenue because YouTube just wasn't cutting it in in terms of having a sustainable sort of you know Mm -hmm. make a sustainable living. And so you know. He he found a, a model that worked. You know, uh, target the you know top top fans that you have that are willing to that have disposable income that that are willing to you know support the the creators that they, they care about. And so yeah. you know he found a model in that, and I think that was like brilliant and also a great service yeah. to a lot of creators. You know, it's kind of cool
0: too, like uh, you know when people when I, when I interact with some of these people on Patreon and they message me and I and I talk to them, it's like I, I kind of. You know, you're very grateful to these people. It actually makes me want to create more content for them specifically because mm-hmm. they're taking their time out of their day to give their money to me. Yeah, and, and you know, like I said, they go, "Well, I can't give you like a dollars Nobody's asking that. Yeah, like, yeah. If you can give like a dollar or two dollars a month, mm-hmm. which is something change that you could find on the
1: floor, if like a thousand people did that, that's a thousand or two thousand dollars. Yeah, you know. Yeah, which isn't much, and and people don't realize how much it actually costs to to. Yeah. Put on a, even like a podcast, yeah. you know. Let alone a a full on video with like camera crew, editors, you know, uh, different scenes and, and all the little costs that come with it. Like it adds up yeah, very pe- quickly because pe- people wonder too. They go, "How come you stop doing these
0: uh, small little sketches?" Well, Cause my- it's
1: expensive, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like,
0: so my channel makes a thousand dollars. It's going to cost me like close to a thousand to make it, yeah. And then the video is going to make like twelve bucks, yeah. I like creating. I don't have $1,000 to just throw away. Mm-hmm. Like, that's insane to me. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like, uh, that, that's the crappy part. Because before, when I could make these sketches before, it, you know, uh, I was younger. And a lot mm-hmm. of my friends had a lot of free time. So we would just shoot whatever. But now I have a certain standard and a certain quality that I want to put out. And if it doesn't meet that standard, I'm not going to put it out. I, I need... A DP. Yeah. I need a camera guy. I need at least one sound guy and at least one PA, which is a
1: very small crew. It's yeah, three people. Well, that's the smallest you crew you can get, actually. <laughs> exactly. Unless you're filming yourself, you know. <laughs> the exactly. camera, this is a vlog, but exactly. Yeah. So um
0: yeah, Patreon really saved my ass. Mm-hmm. It, it it saved my ass, and people out there who support this channel really saved me. Yeah. You guys are heroes. You really are though. Like yeah. when I when I put it out, I thought that I was like, I don't know if people are really gonna give me money like that. Mm-hmm. And then when I put it up, it was like, oh shit! Like they're they're giving me money. I mean, it's not a shit ton, but it's enough to like keep the channel going. Yeah, I'm like, fuck, dude, thank you very much, and I appreciate you. And it's kind of cool that like with your app too, you're kind of
1: you're taking like the all the benefit that you took from YouTube, you're trying to give that back. Yeah, absolutely. My my goal is to make sure that creators you know like yourself uh, and look it's, it's even for me too like this is something that i've wanted for myself and so um and and all the people who want to become creators that just don't know how to do it right and and like you know they, they have jobs and they need to you yeah. it's it's not you can't just quit your job and just become full-time creator you know and so um you know our, our app is really a, a, it's a platform that allows people to kind of build a, a business on top of the short form content um, format, so we're not we're not like a YouTube where you know because YouTube's already doing it. It's like yeah. longer form, five ten minute long videos, but we're more focused on the short clips, like kind of like uh not as short as is Vine, but more fifteen second, like kind of like Insta Stories. Yeah, but on on ours, you would actually generate revenue. That's fucking dope. Yeah, I'm signing off for that shit. <laughs> yeah, no, ho- yeah, hopefully you will. And um, my my real goal is just to you know uh, empower creators and allow them to make a living. Like it's, it's, is really as simple as that. Um, because, you know, when, when people talk about money, it gets uncomfortable, right? But, you know, that's really the reason why we're able to do what we do. Mm-hmm. Your patrons are, patrons are supporting you, you know, um, you know taking their hard earned money and, and giving you even like a dollar that that's what is continu- allowing you to continue to create content. Yeah. And so uh, if there are other sources of revenue that could come for content creators, like that's really what we're we're trying to accomplish, that's fucking dope yeah. man. look at
0: you, dude. Yeah. you're just evolving and moving to the next fucking thing. <laughs> it blows my mind and i i yeah. and I think that was like the biggest key that I saw from a lot of people who who were bitter about youtube uh I never say I didn't say this to their face or anything, but when I thought about it in my mind, it was like, well, who are you to blame like mm-hmm. you you chose to take this free ride and you didn't choose to evolve, and you thought that. You doing the same thing over and over was going to work, and yeah. nothing is ever like that. Yeah. And you know, just to put it in perspective, like I had a conversation with somebody, and I was like, you know, you're upset that, you know, YouTube has quote unquote turned its back on you and these creators, yeah. but you have been fortunate enough to do what you want for ten years. There are TV shows that don't go on for ten fucking years. Oh yeah, that's you know? like yeah, you're right. They- no shows do that. Exactly. Like Friends, maybe. You know, yeah. nine years. Right? Simpsons. Simpsons. You know what I mean? Like
1: You can, you can name all f- five of them <laughs> yeah. on one. Like, exactly. Just like there's five of them. You know. It's like, so
0: for you, yeah. you, you got to do what you wanted to do. You made a shit ton of money when it was popping, yeah. but you kind of took for granted what you had and you didn't choose to evolve. Mm-hmm. Like even making this podcast, people yeah. didn't get it. They're like, you changed the name, everything else, you stopped doing the stuff and it was why. It was because my content wasn't, it's fun, but it stopped creating revenue. Mm-hmm. And so what podcasting does is that it, instead of me waiting for YouTube to put these multimillion dollar ads and they take 99.9% of the money, mm-hmm. I can ask other people to put ads on mine and I can get a direct pay and then cut the the middleman a little pay and I yep. get a majority of it. Yep. And that's what these podcasts do. Mm-hmm. Like if I didn't have that, I, there would be no content. And essentially it's like my vlogs, just a longer form of it. Yeah. You know, and that's what I really appreciate about the podcast yeah. world. I was like, hold on a second. Like I'm taking what YouTube was taking from me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And you have something to say, you know, it's like, as long as you have something to say and in a, in a reason for saying what you're saying, I think people will want to listen. And that's like what people need. You yeah. Know? People need voices like yourself to, you know, express things and call things out as it is. Right. Yeah. And, and just like, um, we, we need, we need more voices like that. No.
0: It was so weird because the biggest comment that I used to get when I was first doing YouTube was like, "I've never seen an Asian like talk like you. Like you're so like you just tell it like how it is." I was like, "Kind of fucking Asian people you grew up with." <laughs> you know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah. my fucking Asian friends were all like that. Yeah, you know. But um, I started to realize like how um, YouTube was one of those things that made me realize how small my world was. Mm-hmm. I thought that everybody in this world was supposed to be just like me. Yeah. I thought that every Asian kid grew up with a bunch of Asians around them and they didn't have to feel any type of like racial persecution because we progressed from that shit kids asian kids in the midwest where they had where the like two asian kids in their high school they were called chinks they were bullied all this other stuff and to me that never existed because my asian friends um well a certain portion of them were all thugs yeah you ain't gonna punk a, a dude with like fucking a bunch of guns on him mm-hmm. and they'll fucking kill you yeah but some of these other kids are like yeah like you know, people called me chink. They would beat me up. They would fucking take my lunch money and shit because I was the only Asian kid in school. And I didn't realize it. And YouTube was the one that made me realize that how small my perspective was.
1: Mm-hmm. Kind of crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I grew up that way too. I grew up with a bunch of Caucasians and- um, Ta, I, you said Caucasians, white Caucasians, people. white people. <laughs> you know, I, I remember when I was in, um, in preschool actually, coming home after school and- going like chinese, japanese to my mom. I didn't realize what I was doing. I thought I was white. <laughs> I think I I, th- I think I thought I was white cuz all my friends were white. And so I, I did that at home and my mom's was like, "Don't do that. What are you, what are you doing?" And then I I was kind of, I think after that I kind of realized like, "Oh, I am Asian. I'm I'm different." Than my oh, friends. Oh, really? Yeah, and and um cuz you know, I, I I lived in a predominantly, you know, white uh, community in, in Garden Grove, West, West Garden, Grove, mm-hmm. near Huntington Beach. And so, yeah, I had a lot of incidences where I, I would be called those things. Um, I mean, it wasn't like all the time, yeah. but, you know, I would say at least like a, a two times a year, uh, I would always experience that. Um, I didn't get beat up. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when that did happen, I would always stand up for myself. So, um, you know, I, I, I've always wanted, like, and, and you know, when I when I hear about these Asian kids getting beat up, for something like that I'm like no just stand up for yourself fight back yeah. don't just stand there and take it you know like who do you think you are like just stop thinking that you're a weak person you yeah know? it's yeah, not yeah. even about physical strength it's it's really about Standing up for what you believe in, yeah, you know, that's why you know you saw my tweet, dude. That's why I get so mad at that full use kid, dude.
0: For fucking, uh, <laughs> I like that kid so much. Hey, you should get him on your show. I'll, I'll, I'll I would love to have I'll him intro, on show. I'll introduce you to. It him. would just be me complimenting the fuck out of him because I, I. That's why I get mad at him because I like him so much.
1: You know what? You're not the only one who gets mad at him. <laughs> okay,
0: there's, there's. I'm just like, bro, stop slouching. Put your fucking chin up when you talk to somebody, and stop staring off the fucking space when a girl's talking to you. It makes me mad because he's one of those guys that is a. I could tell he's a genuinely good person. He
1: is. He's very nice, very kind, very just like considerate. Mm-hmm. All of those things. He encompasses all of those words. He's such. A, <laughs> he's such a
0: virtuous guy, and I yes. look at him and I'm like, listen, it's it's great that you're a nice person. It's not going to get you pussy. Yeah, people, or just. Having women talk to you, 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 it's just his – one thing I could do is just fix his posture. Yeah. You know? That. Every time I saw that on the show, I would get mad and I would start cursing. And then, you know, my fiance like, what are you getting mad for? I was like, listen, I love this guy. And I just want to go on the show, take his shoulders, pull it back, take his face and position it to the person he's talking to. Mm-hmm. You know, because even on the, the new Tokyo season, he came on and he got it better. But even when he talks, it's mm. – yeah. And he's still staring at the fucking floor. And I'm yeah. like, bro, chin up, look at the person you're talking to and express how you feel. And that's the part that like just always
1: bothers me because I want someone that good to win. I think he needs someone like you to tell him that and adjust his posture and like give him tips.
0: Yeah, because like when he, I think like, Eye contact is a problem for him because yeah. he stays here and then he switches his eyes off to the side. I'm like, cut that shit out. And the reason why, and I mentioned this in the po- my previous podcast, is that I see a lot of my younger self in him.
1: Mm-hmm. And I and oh, were you I, like that when you were young? Hell yeah, I was, really? dude.
0: Before I did stand up, before I did all this other stuff, yeah. I I couldn't. I, I I had social anxiety. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't do that shit but then i used to get so angry at myself i would tell myself stop being a bitch and just fucking do it Mm -hmm. and then when i came to la i stopped looking at people in the eyes because people thought that i was angry at them all the time because i got a
1: resting bitch face
0: i guess so you know um
1: but I have that too
0: yeah so I, I would just like kind of like look here and I would like avert my eyes a little bit because I thought I was making people feel uncomfortable but now I just don't care I'm like if you feel uncomfortable that's all you bro mm, you know Yeah. but I just want to help him I just want to like mold him it's like come here let me just fucking get, <laughs> turn you into a fucking man you know yeah, take him yeah. out to K-Town let's take him out to K-Town get yeah. him a couple of drinks loosen him up get him a Tommy girl <laughs> 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 like I just see so much potential in the dude yeah. he's fucking talented yeah Oh, dude, when I heard he him is. play the guitar, I was shocked. He's very, he's very talented. It's like, what? He learned how to do that shit off YouTube? hmm Fucking insane. Yeah. Bro, and he doesn't even know. Do you know that most guys, if they just play an instrument, that's already 70% of the job is done. It, it helps. It helps a lot. People always ask. And you're you're
1: singing too. Amazing oh, singer.
0: Amazing voice. He sings too. Yeah. You know. So I'm like, bro. You know, like the only reason why I picked up a guitar was so a woman would talk to me. It wasn't because I love music. Because <laughs> girls would not talk to me. So I would sing, and they would turn around, and they'd be like, yeah. what's, "What's that? <laughs> you sing?" I said, like, "Yes. Yeah, I guess I kind of sing. You know. Yeah. Should to come to my place? No. Well, we'll work on it. <laughs> you know, we'll work on it. I see the potential. Of yeah. It. Yeah. I." Get him on my podcast because I, I would just love to just hear who he is as a person. Yeah. Because my girlfriend- and you got to
1: lay it down on him.
0: I will. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really know him. I would like to hear story first and then I'll crush him because yeah. I just from watching the show, it's like,
1: God, you're- you so, not get ready. You're going to go on this show. He's like, I'm scared.
0: <laughs> it's like, you won't be scared because we're going to be best fucking friends. Yeah. And Mariel too, when she was um, my fiance, she was like, <laughs> she couldn't understand why I was like so invested in this kid and like I told him I was like I see myself in him and if I ever meet him I guarantee you I I, I could turn that switch in him right because mm. I was like that so it's yeah. like it's it's possible she was like well he's a little chubby If he- it's like it's not his weight he's a good looking guy he lost a lot of weight he didn't actually. even need to Yeah, he was like a little chubby but he's a good looking dude he's cute Yeah, I was like it's just the way his energy is and how he stands if he just stood up straight He would have been fine. There was a part of the episode where it was next to the girl that he had a crush on, and he was at the beach, standing next to her as she was laying down and just looking off into a distance, like so awkward. I wanted to get in the screen and tackle him. Mm. You know, it's like, bro, what are you doing? Don't hover over the girl. (laughs) You look like a rapist. Yeah. Like, come on, dog. Uh, But he's so sweet because he listens to people. Yeah. He 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 goes, they're like, hey, this is what you should try. He goes, oh, this is what I should try. Uh, he's like, somebody told me that I should wear a white shirt or a burgundy shirt. First of all, your other friend who told you that is also a virgin because that has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so people are giving the worst advice. Oh my gosh. Oh God, dude. I love them though. Did you, did, did you guys have him on the Off the Pill We had him podcast? on yeah. Off the Pill. Yeah. What was um, that like? I gotta go watch that shit.
1: He was uh, he was good. He's nice nice guy. You know? Um, I think, uh, I mean, it was me, uh, Ryan, and Paco. Mm. You know Paco? Uh, he's he's also on our show. And, uh, after the show, we went out to go eat and Paco, Paco tried to lay some wisdom down and, you know, kind of like called him out on a couple of things and yeah. he just turned, you know, out of love. Right. And, of like, course. Seeing potential that he could, you know, be less shy and kind of help him, you know, get out of his shell. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, he,
0: he, I'm you, he has that social anxiety that I did mm-hmm. and I could see it in him. Oh, Dude, you're dude. gonna be the one to to break break them watch this fool just turn out to be a thug and shit and it's like, it's like <laughs> yeah it's like david i just fucked like 12 bitches today and i shot somebody It's like hold on a second bro <laughs> like i don't
1: know what's so, going on here i yeah. killed
0: i killed three children <laughs> it's like cut <laughs> i was like okay <laughs> yeah and it's like the downfall of yusuke and then my and, phone then, was right.
1: and then you're never and then your podcast is gone i know
0: because <laughs> he killed you i'm gonna be on a fucking philip defranco fucking uh, episode yeah <laughs> A local YouTuber destroys the image of a local musician. (laughs) Fucking sweet guy. An hour already passed, bro. It's already been an hour. Yeah, man. Well, David, thank you for stopping by, man. Thanks for having me.
1: Shout yourself out, specifically the Taco app, baby. Tacoapp.com. We're going to be releasing uh, kind of like a beta uh, probably around March, April of 2020 this year. And so look out for it, tacoapp.com is T-A-K-K-O, app, You can sign up for the email list. Um, yeah, and then I have an Instagram. It's David Choi Music. Just David Choi Music on everything, so. Tight. Well, you guys can
0: find the Genius Brain Podcast in all audio platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever that is. We're there. Give us a listen. Give us that five star. Leave in the comments below. And uh, we'll see y'all next time, you sexy, smelly sons of bitches. Love you. Bye.